I'm joined by Eleanor Brown. This is pre-recorded, so you'll be listening to this like the first weekend or week of January, when actually this is like the first week of December. So, Eleanor, did you have a great Christmas? <laughs> oh, it was lovely. I had a really nice time with my family. I relaxed, ate lots yeah. of food. It was good. That's great. Good New Year too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in Dublin visiting my friend Lauren. That was nice too. That's amazing. That's so good. I'm so glad you had a great Christmas and New Year. And now you're here to talk about New Year's resolutions. And here we are. 2019 self-care and all sorts of stuff. But yeah. It's weird pre-recording because like, anything could happen between now and then. This whole conversation could be like completely... I mean, who knows? Who knows? We'll we might have to update it. I'll speak to you on the 1st of Jan. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just completely re-record. So this episode is talking about New Year's resolutions, which is something that's not really... I don't know, I feel like less people are doing them. Are people in your life, do they tell you they do them? Mm, not really. I don't think so. No. Not that I, I know. It's not something I've spoken to any friends about yet. No, I don't think... Like, mine... You kind of get a full a false sense of an, a fresh start, which is always quite nice. Um, but you do get the kind of cliche and annoying, new year, new me. Yeah. Hello, 2019. I'm... It's going to be my year. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, to be back, because I, I think when I was younger, my mum used to always be like, oh, let's set New Year's resolutions. But back then it would be like, oh, I want to like learn how to ride a bike. And, mm. you know, it was kind of little but now I feel like New Year's resolutions are a lot bigger so we're going to talk about them because it's good to kind of set goals for yourself it's good to kind of um have motivation for self-care also I think self-care is um, becoming more and more evident nowadays but um but yeah it's all about people wanting to change a behavior to improve their life it actually goes back to medieval times do you know this no fill me in so, like anything, it starts with religion. So people would promise their gods to repay previous debts and to improve their faith or the way they live. It's kind of similar to, like, Catholics and Lent as well, like giving something mm-hmm. up to kind of get something in return kind of thing. But, yeah, so obviously now it's more of a... Just a... I don't know, almost like a tradition almost, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, less than half of people who actually make resolutions actually achieve them, which isn't really shocking, is it? No, absolutely not. No. That's why I don't really subscribe to New Year's resolutions. Like, occasionally I will if there's, like, a big one that I feel like I could achieve. But I don't really believe in it because I just know that in times of years gone by, I used to, like, set them. And then, you know, by week three of January, I was, like, over it. Exactly. When was, do you remember the last time you actually set one for yourself? Yeah, actually, I did set one at the beginning of 2017. I decided to cut back on how much meat I was eating and I've stuck to that and I'm pretty much a veggie now so and that's you know nearly two years ago that's impressive yeah but that was but but that was kind of a rarity that I'd actually set myself something where did that where did that come from is that just like wanting Uh, to I'd watch like what the health and I'd watched Cowspiracy and all the documentaries I sort of watched them all in one day and was like (laughs) I should probably do something about this because I have control over this. And it was ba- it was mainly for the environmental impact. So I was sort of like, oh, I'm going to cut back. And then I made the resolution to not eat meat at home, which I stuck to straight away. Initially, no, initially I said I was going to be a vegetarian, cut out meat altogether, then got really poorly. And It does affect your health when yeah. you do it all together. People don't realise that. Yeah. Um, so I spent the first three months of 2017, like I lost my voice three times. 
and was just constantly like had a cold the whole time so I was like okay maybe I need to eat some meat so I just turned it to not eating meat at home and then the less meat I was eating the less I wanted it and so I just sort of have slowly gone off meat over the last couple of years and I've not actually proclaimed it out loud yet to anybody I've not officially said I'm a vegetarian but I pretty much I don't really I don't really eat meat I've not eaten meat since September that's the last time I remember eating it when I was in Spain in Barcelona on holiday gosh um, yeah, that's a good so achievement yeah. well done and I feel better for it as well so so I think with that as well it's it's a goal that you set yourself that you knew you wouldn't achieve straight away but it's a progress like you you've done it over the space of a long time which I think is really impressive and I think the reason why most people don't uh, get their new year's resolutions is because they expect like a five minute like turnaround and it's never going to happen with that I mean yeah. like you I mean the last time I used to set for like two years I used to set like 10 goals per month that I wanted to achieve and like I'd work towards that and it did work but then like work got in the way and like Demi got in the way and mm. it just I still try but it doesn't really work out I mean we set like 10 goals a month for Rian pictures and luckily I'm held accountable for that so that that works out but like you, I think the last time I remember setting myself a New Year's resolution, I've done it twice, and it was for 2013, and it was after a breakup, and it was like, I am not going near any men, I'm not going near any relationship, and I said, I'm going to go to film school, and I'm going to start directing, and I'm not going to focus on relationships at all, because I'd spent too long being one of those girls who was just kind of like, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, la 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 la. So I did that in 2013 and it worked because I did go to film school. I went to the cinema by myself every weekend and I bloody mm. loved it and I miss mm-hmm. it so much. And it worked out really well. 2016, I set the same resolution and was like, I'm going to not have anything to do with relationships. I've had my heart broken. I'm just going to focus on myself for six months, work on this documentary and just that's it that's going to be my main goal and see how Demi went because that's before Demi got into any film festivals and it went really well and then I met Scott and then it just kind of I think if I had dove into a relationship like January it wouldn't have worked out so I'm glad I kind of set that for myself so they're the only two really big New Year's resolutions that I've set they've kind of been set around the same thing like heartbreak and rejuvenation and things like that so yeah I definitely recommend that just taking time out for yourself that's a big resolution yeah I think with with resolutions like that you're sort of doing it to look after yourself like your intentions were to be like this is going to be the best thing for me whereas if I think a lot of people set new year's resolutions that are either unachievable or they don't really know why they're doing it if it's something like oh I'm going to lose weight it's sort Mm. of like that obvious thing or I'm going to get in shape or I'm going to go to gym four times a week I think people kind of don't really know their intentions why or if they do have intentions why it's sort of very superficial or something that's not sustainable whereas I think like you did you need to find something that has like a bigger um will have a bit yeah a bigger purpose or will have a bigger outcome if you achieve it that's sort of bigger than just you know I'm gonna look great in a bikini when it comes to (laughs) July like because that's not something that's sustainable or that important and I I think think that's the key yeah it's and I think some people as well like if if their new year's resolution is I'm gonna eat better I'm gonna go to the gym but if they like by the third week of January or the second week of February they don't go to the gym once or they don't they have like a burger then they're like oh well never mind forget it and you think no that's not achievable that's not bettering yourself I've actually got the top 10 new year's resolutions Mm -hmm. 
So number one, likely to what we were saying, number one is exercise more. So 38% of people who set revolutions say they want to exercise more. What's the pros and cons of this resolution then? Well, I mean, exercising more, if you feel like you need to, I think movement is a wonderful thing, not just good for obviously physical health, but also mental health. It is a wonderful thing. But I think the problem with exercise is that people feel that the only way to exercise is to like run outside for half an hour <laughs> or to go to the gym and like lift loads of heavy weights which some people really enjoy either of those things or both of those things but there are more forms of exercise that um are achievable and sustainable and i think people don't find the exercise that they enjoy they think of going to the gym as being this like huge chore the most extreme it, do you yeah. find that they go for the most extreme so rather than I want to exercise more, so I'm going to join a class. It's, mm. I'm going to exercise more, so I'm going to go to the gym six days a week, lift the heaviest weights, do two hours of cardio, and you're like, no, no, because your body, like, exercising itself is putting your body under stress. Yeah. You can't do that. Like, you will get physically ill, and you will not want to go to the gym because no. you've ruined it for yourself. Yeah, it's not sustainable. I think that's the thing. It's finding something that you will enjoy. It's just all about making new habits, I think, which you can yeah. do at any time of year, and that's kind of my argument with New Year's resolutions. If you want to better yourself, do it whenever I agree Um, with that yeah but you just need to find with exercise you need to make it enjoyable and it can be like just going for a walk or like skipping or swimming or like bouldering climbing anything (laughs) yeah but it can just be like just movement is important and um it doesn't have to be I think the thing that was sort of sold in the noughties was like being stick thin and doing loads of cardio was like the thing that you people wanted to do. And whereas now it's very much like all the people you see, especially with like Instagram fitness, is like people are like super lean and they're lifting really heavy weights and everyone's got like massive bums and like tiny weights. And it's just like a different kind of aesthetic, which some people really enjoy. Like I enjoy lifting weights, but I don't expect everybody to. And it's not something that you know some people just won't enjoy it and I think that's a huge problem it's a fad as well and that's the problem I do like being a young girl like I was so I was I was such a sucker for magazines like Cosmopolitan Sugar Magazine like Hello Okay Magazine I ate all of that up and all those magazines told me how to look and how skinny to be and obviously like you said in the noughties it was trendy to be stick thin to have massive boobs and like poker straight hair and that is completely different now now it's trendy to be thin i mean thin's probably probably never gonna go out of fashion Mm. but now you've got to be thin and have boobs and have a bum and have a tan and have long curly hair like it's completely changed and i think to recognize that fad and understand that you shouldn't set your new year's resolution around a fad is so important and i just i don't know i could speak for hours on this whole bullshit body image on Instagram where the whole thing is just so freaking fake yeah like it's and it's just... and it's sort of sort of shames everything else if you're not that then it's just sort of body shaming and it's a different way yes it's probably not promoting um anorexia which I think was like I feel like was like a huge thing like um eating disorder websites and stuff which still exists now but like huge forums it was very much sort of it you know, was Mary, Mary Kate and Ashley and like yeah. Paris Hilton and all the all those people that were like super stick thin 
it sort of exacerbated people who were, had disordered eating, whereas now it's a different kind of disordered eating. It's it like, is. I'm going to eat kale and, you know, watch my macros and have this amount of chicken for protein and eat my protein. It's just a different kind of it's, disordered it's eating. It's just and a like, cycle, though, of just yeah. fads and trends. And this is what people don't realise. They're like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm doing this. And you're like, yeah, but that is just another version of that you're talking about. And, I mean, I spoke about this recently in the podcast with... Naya about um, fit tees and things like that that Jamila mm. Jamil has been doing such an incredible job of highlighting recently I mean one big new year's resolution I probably recommend if you're looking to exercise more or lose weight is probably stop following people on Instagram because that as a new year's resolution will just help you out mentally so much because not that you shouldn't aim for you know a body that you want or a body that you desire but you shouldn't also be measuring yourself up against unrealistic standards so i'd yeah. recommend that as a news resolution which and brings also, us sorry sorry i was just going to say also don't measure yourself on what your body looks like measure it on what it can do like yes it wakes you up every morning it gets you around every day like if you do exercise it does take you for a run that takes you for a 5k like appreciate that rather than like oh my waist is 28 inches or and I want it to be 24 or you know like just rather than the way it looks can you just appreciate what it does for you it keeps you alive every day I'll tell you it's something. Amazing. Exactly. I'll tell you something. When I turned about 19, my hips came in, and I've got pretty wide hips. I've got a, basically like a curvy body. Mm. And back then, it wasn't fashionable to mm. have a curvy body. So I used to wear, if you look at any pictures of me from like 19 to 25, I'm wearing skate skirts the whole time because they hid my hips. They showed I have a skinny waist, but they hid my hips. Then when this all came into fashion, I was like, wow, I can suddenly wear, you know, like jeans or leggings or, you know, midi skirts or tight dresses because that was the body shape that was desired. That's going to go out of fashion soon and I'll have to go back to wearing skate skirts. But I probably won't no, now because I'm older. I'm <laughs> yeah. older and wiser and I'm like, I don't really give a shit. But this is what I mean. Your body, it's like a vicious circle. One minute it will be trendy, then it won't be. I mean, look at eyebrows. Eyebrows. Mm. Ten years yeah. ago, if these girls walked down the street with those eyebrows, oh, I know. Ten years ago, I didn't own an eyebrow pencil, which I know is like probably not for every every person, every girl or every no, woman. No, but I but completely like, know I never, what you're talking about. I never even like considered putting makeup in or on my eyebrows until like ten years ago. My did you early know what to mid twenties, huh? Ten years ago, did you know what contour was? No, exactly. Well, it wasn't thing, was it? No. I mean, yeah. it, I, it scares me. What's next? I can't bloody keep up. Yeah. Well, like, I try ten not years ago, up. if you wore, like, Adidas leggings and trainers and you'd be called a chav, you wouldn't be called fashionable or trendy. This is what I mean. It will come around again. So, yeah. Off track a little bit from the top ten, but yeah, my, totally. one of my <laughs> biggest recommendations for New Year's resolutions is to just stop, get off the bandwagon, put down the handbook, as Alex Turner once said. But, yeah, hmm. number two, 33% of people want to lose weight. Yeah. So it links into exercising more. The thing with the problem I've got with this resolution is instead of saying, I want to lose weight for 2019, why don't you say, I want to lose this much weight by this time? Because the thing, A, that's more achievable. B, it's not going to drive you mad because, I mean, you could lose like a stone between January and March and then only lose two pounds between March and J- July or something. 
you know, I've seen like my friend is slimming all the time and she's constantly like losing a lot of weight and putting weight back on and things like that. But you kind of forget about the achievements you've made over the space of a year. So yeah. I mean, that's my. What do, what's your pros and cons about losing weight? I mean, again, I'd take it back to intentions. Why are you doing it? Like, why do you want to lose weight? Because is it for health reasons? Is it because you're like, well, I'd like to be able to, you know, run around with my kids or my grandkids? Is it because... That's really sweet. I love when people say that. Yeah, which I think... Sorry, let's just go be all emotional. (laughs) I just really love... When people say things like that, like, oh, gosh, it just... Like I would, I just would have went. Oh, sorry. I'm being. But I'm very I feel like that's a great intention because it, it's a really wonderful and joyful thing that you'd get to do more of if you did lose weight. Whereas I feel like a lot of people are like, mm, well, if I weigh nine stone, then I'll be happier when they weigh like nine and a half. And it's kind of you oh, know, it's yeah. which again is again going back to like the beauty standards and all that bullshit. And I don't want to <laughs> maybe go back into that cycle again, but. I think if you do want to lose weight, why? And also, is this the same resolution you set every year? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to lose two stone. I'm like, well, why is it this year? Because you need to change something. If you set the same resolution every year or every month and you're still not achieving it, then you need to look at, you know, why you're not achieving it and actually think about how you can make it achievable. And I think make it an internal change rather than external. Yeah, I mean, this links into number three, which is eat more healthy. And I think that is, like you said, if your New Year's resolution for the past three years has been lose weight, and you're obviously, well, obviously you are not achieving it because you're setting it every year. But if you changed your, like, diet, or if you just changed your way of living, I mean, I know it sounds pretentious at times because people probably look at me and think, oh, you're a skinny girl, like, you probably don't know what you're talking about. But, I mean, I, I put on a set amount of weight when I moved up to the north because I comfort eat oh god mm. I comfort eating so much and people are like oh yeah but it's not too much like, I put on like a stone in comfort eating because I had nothing to do I had nowhere to go I had no one to talk to so just sitting in my room eating biscuits was great I mean I've lost half of that now because that was a personal target I set for myself and that was through healthy eating it was through mm. no longer putting a thick layer of sugar on my Weetabix it was no longer you know eating a pack of biscuits when I got home you know it's little changes that you make and I think eat more healthily links into what you were saying about going vegetarian it links into many things I mean little things that I recently discovered that the eggs we were buying were from caged hens and I was horrified it was in the supermarket with Scott and I said oh my god they're from caged hens and he went yeah and I went we've been eating these for months like little things that you don't you know, I'm not saying that particularly you're going to like become incredibly healthy if you don't eat eggs from caged hens, but do you know where I'm going with this? I'm getting a bit Yeah, lost it's just about making those like small choices and realising what things need to change in your diet and just... Like you drinking know, addressing... more water. Like yeah. I, when I, I downloaded this app like a few months ago. No, it was a long time. It was before I moved here. I downloaded an app that monitored how much water I was drinking oh it was brilliant I felt healthier I felt like I could sleep better I felt like I was more awake I felt like my skin was clearer like little changes like that they will change you rather than just saying I want to get healthy well what do do you mean yeah what do you mean it's too vague that's what I'm saying well it's too big yeah I feel like I'm shouting at everyone wanting to change but I'm not I'm just trying to help you change a bit better (laughs) Okay, um, this again is a similar one. Number four, take a more active approach to health. So that probably links into exercising and things like that. Tell you one thing that probably links to this, go into the doctor and dentist. 
that was actually one of my things that I was thinking about. Maybe if I should make a resolution, it should be to go to the dentist because oh, uh, it's been many years. <laughs> I, this is, well, no, I'm not embarrassed. I'm just going to say, I went to the dentist this year because my wisdom tooth become impacted and I was in so mm. much pain. And that was the first time I've been to the dentist since I was 11. So 16, <gasps> no, how old was that? 14 years I hadn't been to the dentist. But no cavities. Just saying. Yeah. And then that's, that's the kind of thing with me. I'm like, well, I've had no problems, so I should be all right. I think mine's about seven years. Yeah. It's, the thing is, it's a very common theme between a lot of people. And, like, it's funny because you don't really hear many dentist horror stories. But there's, like, this false kind of representation that they're, like, going to hurt you. But yeah. I'm, I'm going every six months now. I mean, I find it a bit ridiculous that I'm paying £22 to have my teeth checked, cleaned, and then told they're fine. I mean, I do find that ridiculous, but, you know, it, life is life. But so I'd say with taking a more active approach to help, I'd definitely include that in there. So if you're listening to this and you haven't been to the dentist in a while, maybe 2019 is your year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that on board. And also, your teeth do feel great once you've had a little clean, a little polish. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Big I always feel like I'm, like, licking them constantly as well, because I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, ah, just checking, just checking. Yeah. Doc- doctors too, I was a bit of a doctor-phobe for a while and then I think like when I went on the pill obviously as a woman you go to the doctor like every six months to a year mm. to have a pill checkup and that kind of kept me more like regular so if I did have anything going on like I'd be like oh by the way like my eczema's flared up could you just like have a look or you know oh you know I'm getting a lot of headaches kind of thing so that's a good approach and also I'd probably link in mental health within this too because mental health isn't listed in the top 10 shockingly yeah. um but definitely linking to mental health. I mean, I myself, the first time this year I went to the doctor and was like, look, I'm not feeling that great. I keep crying all the time. Anything I can do. That that took so much. Like, I booked that yeah. appointment three times and cancelled because yep. I just didn't want to talk to anyone about it because it's one thing to read posts online about anxiety and depression and kind of think like oh yeah you know I kind of feel that way or to kind of talk to friends about it or things or read books but to actually sit down with a with a professional health professional and say look this is how I'm feeling it was great it was really good and I'm really glad I did it and I I did that like last August or something Mm -hmm. and I'd say it's definitely helped me now and now I'm perfect and fine and feel great all the time (laughs) ding ding (laughs) (laughs) um I think I think that ties in with um what I what I was sort of getting at earlier is that all the sort of generic New Year's resolutions tend to be quite external and I think if you look at the causes of them which are probably coming from internal like if you are eating too much and so you've put on loads of weight recently or if you um, are shying away from going to the gym or you are you do have unhealthy habits that you want to break it's sort of you're not really going to break them unless you know the cause of them which will come from internal and what are the issues that are causing you to like comfort eat or to you know you know have unhealthy habits of whatever they come whether it's too much drinking smoking whatever um I think focusing on the internal first will help you achieve a goal far more than just being like cool man I'm gonna lose 10 stone yeah absolutely and I think that's it's I get it's still something no matter how often, I mean, it has been brought to the media, kind of the spotlight of the media more recently, but it's still something that not everyone takes on board. Like, there's not a tick list that's like, oh, I look great, I exercise, I feed myself, I am, you know, mentally okay kind of thing. So, Mm. yeah, I definitely say that. 
Um, another thing, though, an approach to health, eyes. This year, I had an eye test because it was free. That's how much of a cheapskate <laughs> I am. Because it was free. <laughs> I had an eye test. And I, this year, I realised that my eyes were getting bad because I was in the cinema and I wasn't able to see the screen. And obviously, mm. that's a massive impact for me. Like driving, not being able to see signs and stuff. Whatever. Bothered. Who cares? <laughs> But not being able to see the screen, very bad. I mean, it's, 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 if I go to the cinema now and I've forgotten my glasses, I am literally heartbroken. And Scott yeah. doesn't understand because he's just like, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, I can't see. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I had my eyes test this year. I got my glasses and honestly, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. And again, it's something that I just kept deferring and deferring. So again, if you're thinking of a resolution this year and you, wanna, don't, and you don't want to be vague, say to yourself, I want to get an eye test. And get yeah. some glasses because you'll be wowed by the be. detail of the leaves on the trees it's like hd the detail on the screen i oh, know it's exceptional it's, I, I remember i got them i was in the shop just lifting them up and down like oh my god it's um it's it's amazing and i probably should wear them more than i should in fact i'm going to put them on right now because i don't have them on right now <laughs> and i can confirm Oh, no, these are my, not my anti-glare ones. Never mind. Um. Okay. Um, number five is learn a new skill or a hobby. I like that one. Me too. I like that one. That one's for yourself. And I feel like learning a new skill will always be a positive thing. And... Um, <laughs> I feel like it's good to have hobbies, man. It's good to be interested in something other than work. And like, it's just good to have something, especially that you could maybe like, well, it depends what you need, but do with yourself or do with friends or do with strangers who you've not met before. I think it's a really good thing. It's a positive thing. It can link into like, if you're feeling lonely too, like if you joined a club or something, you can meet new people or Mm. if it's, I mean, it it can be something so small. I remember I set myself, um, it was like, it was this year, sorry, 2018. I wanted to read 12 books. So one a month and I'm up to about on behind. Oh damn. No. How many have I read? I think I've read 10, but it was a little thing like that. I mean, I know how to read. I do like reading, but I wanted to like, I wanted that as a hobby rather than just mm. sitting on my phone and just going through Instagram and thinking, oh, God, why am I not five stone? Um, yeah. So I completely agree. I think this is one of the best ones. Again, it has to be specific. I wouldn't just say, next year I want to start a new hobby. I would kind of research it first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you, yeah. You need to pick before, before the beginning of the year yeah, if you I want mean, to start it. And, I mean, there's a girl at work who set a new, t- set a new goal to take a course and she's doing amazing and it's just again it doesn't have to be a hobby it can be a skill I mean you can do an evening class you can take an online class like there's so much so much to do now it's 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 brilliant oh learn, yeah learn guitar I just I don't know. not for you I'd love to like be able to learn guitar but like then I think about it logically and I'm like when would I ever play guitar with all the free time <laughs> that I have like I'm not just gonna like yeah. whack out the guitar and just you know no because I've got things to do films to watch blah 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 it's but just do not, not think my it's, hobby do you not think it's I suppose you have other hobbies but do, do you not think it's quite nice to do something that's totally unrelated to how you spend the rest of your time and just to maybe like spend 20 minutes a day just like trying to figure out how to go from a G chord to a D chord like that's just quite a nice thing for your brain to just focus on that and not have to focus on any of the other shit to do yeah. with like work and your social life and your relationships I think that's quite a nice thing but. I'm going to do that next year with gardening. 
You've got a garden, right? I've got a massive garden. I think they've they've made a mistake. I think they're going to (laughs) come back one day and, like, move the fence or something. It's huge. But I want to have... I want to have a I want to have a mini greenhouse. I want to grow vegetables. I wanted a rabbit and I was told no. So I'm going to get a rabbit and not mm-hmm. tell anyone and just say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we've got a stray rabbit in the garden." So I bought it at hut. Um I de- yeah, I really want to really really want to be a, like a good gardener. And like you said, it's something that I can go and do and not think about life stresses or relationships or friendships or we have pictures or anything like that. And it looks pretty you know yeah and it's time for yourself it's time in nature which i think is hugely important that's another reason i want to be closer to nature i want to have like my fingers in the soil i want to be like lydia lakemore i mean i was going to say that's who you need to speak to you need to get yeah. some tips from if lydia you, if you want an instagram to follow rather than victoria's secrets models follow lydia lakemore it's your organic pt because not only is she mm-hmm. an organic farmer she's a freaking personal trainer because that's Lydia Lakemore. Follow her Instagram because it is amazing. The things she does in the garden. It's just, it's mad. She's been up there, I don't actually know. It's been, it's under a year, isn't it, since she moved under up. Under a year, yeah. She moved up earlier this year. She moved up to Lincolnshire, correct me, yes? Yeah, to Doncaster. Was it, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, is it Yorkshire or Lincolnshire? One of the oh, two. Oh, one, one of them. the two. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Yorkshire, isn't it? Yorkshire, Yorkshire. yeah. Sorry. I should know uh, that, sorry. And um, she has just turned the, her parents back garden around and it has it's just magical she's got a little greenhouse she's got a little vegetable patches like every day during the summer she was out there and I was like that is the life I want to lead it's the dream it's the it's dream it, and I can just picture her in 10 years with like five kids like one on a hip one in the back one on like a yeah. little thing one on her shoulders one pushing like six, the older one pushing the wheelbarrow yeah like a this, three in the wheelbarrow there'll be like 10 dogs around her a pig a horse a goat and she'll be living the best life and she'll still be traveling down to bloody london to film bbc dramas and things like that so yeah that's if you want a positive instagram source and someone who could probably motivate you to do new year's resolution follow lydia lake more your organic PT. pt we don't get paid for saying this by the way It'll be. I, I'm not even going to mention that she's on the podcast, and I'm going to see if she listens, and I'm going to test her <gasps> friendship. <laughs> I'm going to test you. I'm just kidding. I'll totally mention her because I don't want. To, I don't want any awkwardness. <laughs> Can't lose another friend. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to stop. Don't don't pause the recordings. It will mess okay. things up because I just need to put the sweet potato in the oven. <laughs> oh, go for it. Go for it. One sec. Oh. Oh no. oh no! Oh no! I put a um. I put. A, <laughs> this is quite funny actually. I put um the slow cooker pot yeah. in the oven to use as like a casserole <gasps> dish, and the lid has melted. Oh, yes. Into the, ca- the ca- into the casserole. casserole. Um. So. A bit concerned because that means there's like melted glass in our food. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not not great. Oh, shit. I had to interrupt the podcast recording at this point as I had decided to melt my casserole dish by accident. As we were saying before, my kitchen nightmare. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, number seven is do we do number six about personal well being? 
There was the last one was sort of like a whole learning take actively a new skills. Yes, that was it. So number six is spend more time on personal well-being. So I didn't catch this earlier. So there ah. is something in there about well-being, mental health, and things like this. I think this is important, but I do want to stress: don't overexert yourself with self-care because I did and I was like I'm gonna start meditating I'm gonna start yoga I'm gonna start a thought diary I'm gonna start this and it's too much and then you get stressed out about wanting to get less stressed out yeah so just I think the thing about taking care of yourself and general well-being is just doing the things that feel good and obviously you need to go on a journey to figure out what those things are so you probably do need to try different things at different points but just don't try them all at once no see what works for you it's just too much it's just too much there's a great book that I recommend anyone to read it's called Owning It and it's by Caroline Foran and then she did another book about how to be confident you've got it haven't you (laughs) I'm just pointing to it on the bookshelf Yeah. yeah read that and it will tell you all the ways to kind of help with you with, with if you have anxiety and it's really great because it does it in baby steps and I think that's the most important part is if you start looking after yourself and you want to improve your mental health it's not going to be done in a week it's not going to be done in a month it might not even be done in six months but it's you're actually doing something is such a great step because a lot of people just just don't, don't, don't want to bother yeah. or they don't they give up or they just don't regard it as important and it is so important so Yes, mental health, well-being. Number seven is spend more time with family and friends. This is definitely not a New Year's resolution for me. I want to spend less time with family and friends. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, For me, this year, I made a massive change. I moved my whole life 200 miles away. And there's people in my life, like yourself, like Lydia, like Erica, like Eloise and Charlotte, who have made a lot of others. I just haven't named them, I'm very sorry have made such an effort to check in, communicate, include me, just make me feel like nothing's really changed. And then there are people that have not at all. And I think I just have to kind of accept that they're not my people. Yeah. And I just think it's really, it's sad because, but that's just how it is that's how it is and unfortunately for me it relates also to family also like I don't have a relationship with my parents where they're like calling me and like oh how are you how are things I don't have that so I really need to kind of let go and kind of realize that I can't keep overexerting myself with traveling all the way down there to see them when they'd never travel up here to see me yeah so it's that's um, really tough that's a shame it's a tough one and I've done it in the past where I've kind of like taken a step back but I I just I just have to because I do have to focus on this life I have right now and building this hat life and improving this house and things like that and I can't be spending 200 pounds to travel down to see people that don't even check in to see if I'm okay or you know so I call it like yeah I just don't I mean I got like a text today from someone in my family who was like if you haven't got me anything for Christmas yet I've got an idea and I just thought what not a hey how are you (laughs) like I'm not even getting you a Christmas gift like it's just yeah yeah, I think that's I think that's a lovely sentiment the the resolution to spend more time because I do think you know we can get so bogged down with um or, or things can see like the rat race feels so important with it, whether it be with like work or making money or you know or whether it is like goals and fitness and s- s- like selfish things that are goals that are for us 
Whereas actually the time we have on this earth is limited and the best times we really have are when we share it with other people. But in the same breath, you know, sometimes you need to make a call and you can choose who your family and who your friends are. Like, obviously you can't choose who your blood relatives are. You have those, but I think friends are the family you choose. And so, yeah, yeah, so it's just sort of, you know, maybe your resolution is getting rid of those negative relationships, but um, spending time with the people who do add value and make you feel good um, and, yeah, bring value to your life is a wonderful thing and I think should always be prioritised, but just making it sure of spending time with the right people. That's a good that's a good um outlook on it, I think. Spending time with the right people who want to spend time with you. And because um, it's hard, I mean now with modern technology you can like meet you and I right now are spending time mm. together and we're miles and miles away from each other. Um you've got that effort but then I think people use that as an excuse to, well, you know, I'll just see what you're up to on Facebook so yeah, I don't really need to like you know check in with you and you're like no you really do need to check in with people you really do um because there's so much people don't put on facebook like i'm never gonna go on twitter or instagram well you know i might do and be like oh today was really 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 hard i really just don't want to wake up anymore i'm having such a tough time i hate my life i hate this i hate that because if you did then yeah people might reach out to you but people might not so i don't know where we go with this but I don't know. Yeah, it's a good resolution. It's just, it's a bit hard for me because I don't have a normal family. Yeah, that's tough. So, yeah. Uh, Number eight, drink less alcohol. I think this is a dumb resolution. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, if you're an alcoholic, then yes, it's a fantastic resolution. But just drink less alcohol. This is like people that have like, was it dry January or something? Or sober October or... Mm. Shut up. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. No one but, uh, cares, Do you, do you drink much, Karis? Do you drink much? No. No, I think it's very easy to say that as someone... Because I'm like you. I mean, she says, literally... Oh, having you, a drink. Are you well, drinking well, right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I don't really drink that much at all. Like, I can go weeks without having an alcoholic drink and it not really, oh, like, too. make any difference to my life. But I do... And I think it does tie in with the weight loss thing and yes. the healthy eating healthy thing. Healthy eating, you know, yeah. We do have quite a culture particularly in Britain I think of you know binge drinking and people spending the weekends like drinking excessive amount of units of alcohol over (laughs) over um, a really short amount of time which isn't good for our health short term and long term so I do understand it I mean it's not something that I would ever set a resolution like I don't have a problem with alcohol like it's not something I drink to excess but um I think I I can understand why, but just sort of I could name a few people who should just stop drinking alcohol. Yeah, I mean I, I there's you hear these people that like they go home they come in to work and they're like oh yeah I drank two bottles of wine last night and I'm like that's not healthy. And, and again, that's another work? thing you need to look internally. Why are you doing that? We drink yes. to like numb. If you drink excessively, it's normally to like numb or dull the senses. And like, what are you suppressing there? Yeah, so then you kind of link it into if you, okay, I want to stop drinking. Well, why don't you, instead of saying that, why don't you say, I want to improve my mental health, well being, yeah. or things like that? And then or maybe want, that will yeah. correlate with that. Yeah. Or if you're drinking to suppress like, issues within a certain relationship maybe i'm like have a conversation with that person yeah and then maybe you won't feel compelled to drink two bottles of wine i mean i'm people say to me like oh you don't drink so much because your husband sorry husband where did that come from (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's that over christmas scott and i got married (laughs) 
Sorry, not husband. Boyfriend, you don't drink as much because your boyfriend's teetotal. Like Scott doesn't drink at all. And um, I said, no, I don't drink because I don't like to drink. Like I didn't, I'd stopped drinking. I mean, I used to go out a lot with friends and like I'd drink like from Thursday to Sunday. But I stopped doing that. And I'd stopped doing that like two, three years before I even met Scott. The problem with this is when I do drink, I get drunk very quickly. Hence my mm. Christmas party on Friday. So... I don't know. I mean, for me, it's a dumb resolution because it doesn't affect me. But I think, like you said, I think I relate to the fact that you probably... Your main problem isn't the drinking. It's probably what else you've got going on in your life. Mm. But yeah, you know. Uh, Number nine is stop smoking. Never been a smoker, so don't... um and we'll never have it as a resolution but I mean I mean maybe who knows but uh, (laughs) obviously smoking's bad for you so cool man you go for it you try and improve that health I'm the same I've never smoked so I've never done I mean I know friends that have set as a New Year's resolution and it has worked but I don't know a single person our age that has given up smoking yeah because I feel like it's something you do when it gets to a point where it's almost too late do you feel that way yeah, like all my friends from school who I'm still friends with now who smoked, who started smoking, maybe we were like in year eight or year nine or something, still smoke to this day. Yeah, and that's the not, thing. not necessarily as like regular smokers, some of them still are, but on a social occasion, people, there will still be a group of them will go out. Um, and I'm like, I'm so glad I never started that habit because obviously it's so hard to kick. And I think. Plus, it's cold outside. It's raining outside. It's unsociable. Like, yeah. It's unsocial. Like, at our Christmas party on Friday, there's, I'd say, probably 50% of our office smokes. And the amount of times I had to stand outside while they were smoking, and then they wouldn't just smoke one, they'd have three or something. Like, it is antisocial, and I just, I don't want to stand outside the whole evening just because you want to have a smoke. Like, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. So. Smoking is something that I find wild. Like, the thought, the concept... With all the knowledge that we have about it, I, I like it's I don't understand like how people can be addicted. Like I understand that it's people are addicted to nicotine. I get that, but why people even start or let themselves get to that point, I have never understood it. I didn't understand it when I was thirteen years old, and I still don't get it now. I'm thirty. I don't get it. I just never was tempted. I was just never interested. I just plus yeah. the expense of it too. Yeah. But then I never enjoyed smoking. Like, if I ever tried a cigarette, I was like, this is the pit. Yeah, it tastes So, like it ash. tastes horrible. I feel like I'm going to vomit and I'm going to pass out. <laughs> no, I'm completely so. with you on this. I'm completely with you. But, like, yes, it, again, and also, it's not very... Like I've said to you, I... I mean, I am 27 now. I... Everyone that smoked in school still smokes now, or probably more... And I don't know a single person my age that has smoked and then given up and has still continued to give up. No one at all. I don't know anyone who has given up smoking. Because why would they? Well, I think if they've got a bigger picture in their mind, like, look, I want to look after my health or I don't want to smoke around my kids or my family or whatever. I think too, like, I I don't, like, I've dated, that's the kind thing, like, I was talking to a girl the other day and she's like, oh, I went on a date the other day, but at the end of the day, he smoked, so I'm not going to go on a date with him. And I was like, oh, is it really that important? She was like, yes. Would you go on a date with someone who smoked? And I thought about it, because I did date a guy in the past, and he used to piss me off how everywhere we went, we used to either have to stand outside for five minutes, or at the end of the evening, stand outside for five minutes. Or I just just didn't like it. It's just, it's a lifestyle, and I just don't like it. 
And she, I said to her, like, so what are you going to do? She was like, well, I'm just going to say to her that I don't like smoking, so I'm not going to go out with you again. I thought, get you for having the confidence to do that. Oh, I think that's, yeah, I totally wouldn't date somebody who was a smoker. No. Yeah. Be just just not- I, I, I mean, I don't like the taste, I don't like the smell. Plus, I don't like when people come indoors. This is more when it's cold and they come indoors from smoking and they absolutely stink. Yeah. Like, if I have to sit next to someone at work who smokes and they've come indoors from having a smoke, it absolutely honks. It's disgusting. So, yeah, mm. but yeah, this is probably a bit biased. And we're probably, if you're listening to this and thinking, so basically, okay. this whole hour is going to be a slagging off people that have bad habits because we have yes, none. We have none. We are perfect. <laughs> I mean, I can cook and not melt, melt a pot at all. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, to recap all of that, it's a perfect way. Obviously, it, it, you can re, you can start a new habit or a new trend or whatever any time of the year. But I think the new year is a nice full sense of a fresh start. And I think you should take that. You know, you should take make it whatever you want. If you don't want to do anything, don't do anything. But if you do, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the important thing is if you want to change, set realistic goals. Don't be vague. Don't be like, I want to lose weight. I want to exercise, I want to quit smoking, set goals, set, I want to lose this much weight, I want to go to the gym, I want to see a doctor about my mental health, I'm going to cut back on cigarettes, I'm going to, you know, little things, I'm not going to have three smoke breaks, I'm going to have one smoke break, these little things, they could help, you know, and if not, we'll be here next year talking about it all again. I know, because it's the same shit every year. So, are you setting yourself any goals for next year? Mm, no, I'm quite a goal setter anyway, or in terms of, I like to reflect a lot and I like to reassess, but on the reg. So, um, I don't have anything in particular for the new year. I don't really believe in like new year. <laughs> I don't. Like I do understand that it's a really nice concept. It's a nice time to reflect and to look forward as well, to learn things and to set new intentions. But I kind of do that a lot as an overthinker anyway. So, um, this year I've kind of all I've been a lot about sort of making connections with people so making sure whoever I whoever I you know I'm talking to whether it's the person who's serving me at Pret or whether it's um you know a person who I've been interacting with on the tube or you know a friend or a family member you talk to people on the tube (laughs) do you know what I had a really lovely interaction with a man yesterday I was reading my book on the tube and he was reading the same book. He didn't have it out at the same time, but he was like, oh, I'm reading it at the minute. How are you enjoying it? And we had like, I mean, the conversation was probably no longer than a minute, but we spoke on the um, on the tube and then he was like, enjoy the rest of your book. And he let me get back to reading. That's and that was really nice. So yeah, um, I, I like to try and give people my full attention. That's been something that's sort of been at my the forefront of my mind um, because I feel like we can go through life having interactions with people but that don't end up being genuine and yeah, I think no, that's I usually that important I think you get a lot of that work as well I think mm. yeah. just sort well, of seeing everybody for the human that they are rather than just you know looking people in the eye eye contact yeah. definitely is a huge one I mean next year I kind of set like a mind map out of what I want to achieve next year 80% of it will not happen but there's I mean I think my main one's probably the house because obviously we've been in here for oh god one, two, 
just over two months, which is like no time Nothing. at all, really. And we've got so many things we want to achieve next year with a house, but then obviously there's money, there's time, there's weather. So that's going to be my main goal. I mean, I'd like to have the garden in like a good state next year. Like this time next year, if I'm sitting here talking to you, I want to have the garden in a good state. I want to have a study. I want to have a dressing table. I want to have wardrobes. Yay. <laughs> I want to have lampshades. Like little things that you forget about after a while. But yes, that's that's my main goal. So we'll see how it is next year. 2020 feels very strange. It's going to be weird going into that one. Yeah, it feels like a big one because it's a nice round number. It feels yeah. like an important one. Scott has just walked into the room. So let's ask Scott Hasty. Scott, what is your New Year's resolution? Come close to the mic. I don't have one. He doesn't have one. I don't have one. I don't have one. I don't have one. Unfortunately not. There you have it. Well, there's then, that then. Thanks, Scott. Thank what an you, insight. Scott. Join <laughs> us next week for more insightful. I think if I had Scott on the podcast, it would just probably be about four minutes long. I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah. But that is it. Eleanor, thank you for joining me on the episode, for helping with my kitchen disaster and um just being a great friend i hope that in 2019 i get to see you at least 10 times oh that's a big number many books as you've read this year Hmm. how many times have i seen you this this year twice there yeah did i see you earlier this year no i must have seen you early in the year maybe i've seen you both times at the same place at the same cinema that's bad (laughs) Okay, maybe ten's a bit too much. Let's go for. We'll try three, shall we? We we'll do two three. this year. Let's do three. Okay, we'll do three. That's it. that's achievable. See, guys, set achievable goals. It's all good. Okay, let's end the podcast. Have a Bye. happy new year. Happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Have you had a good one or have a good one. Yay.